We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Burks looking, looking, throws it into Randall. Randall turns and did not get it off in time. And that will end it. A heartbreaker here in game one as the next ball short to the Hawks. Trey Young with the big baskets down the stretch, including the game winner. And Atlanta takes the early lead in this best of seven series. All right. People thought this series was going to be easy. They thought this series was going to be easy. I've been saying it all week. I've been saying it all week. Be careful what you wish for with this fucking team. Be careful what you wish for with this team. This team's good. Trey Young's good. He knows how to he knows how to score in this league. Absolutely devastating loss. I had a bad feeling about this game. I had a bad feeling all the way through. I had a bad feeling about this game. I had a bad feeling coming into it. I had a bad feeling tonight. And I had a bad feeling towards the end, even when I got the lead. You know, um, really, really frustrating. Really frustrating because it's a game, obviously, that you're going to look at and you're going to say, our best player went 6 for 23 from the floor and their best player went uh, 11 for 23 from the floor. You know, and that's... At its at its most basic, that's the game, right? At its most basic, that's the game. But we know that's not the game, right? We know that's not the game. The game was was more complicated than that. Um, yeah, just incredibly frustrating. Incredibly, incredibly, incredibly frustrating game. And if they lose this series, they're going to come back to this game. Obviously, they're going to come back to this game, and they're going to remember this game. 
Because game one at home, you got to come out and you got to get the win. Game ones have more value. You could win game one and then lose game two. But if you lose game one and win game two, it's not the same. I don't want to talk about the refs. I don't want to talk about Trey Young getting the call. It's a call that's going to be made every day of the week and twice on Sunday in the NBA. It's just, it is. They're going to call that every time. It's, it is, it is what it is. There's nothing else to say about it. Um, you want to put this game on Randall? That's up to you. The guy's been an All-NBA performer, whether he makes an All-NBA second team or whether he makes an All-NBA third team. He's an All-NBA player. This team would have, I don't know if they would have 19 or 20 or 22 wins without Julius Randall. Whatever it is, it ain't much. So if you want to get on Randall, get on Randall. I mean, he had a terrible game. Terrible game. Did he make the wrong plays? No, I don't think he made the wrong plays. I thought he made the right plays. I thought he he took shots when there were shots there to be taken. I thought he made passes when there were pass, passes there to be taken, where passes there to be made. He just didn't hit shots. He just didn't hit shots. It happens. We we you know, I didn't bring it up all week because I was hoping I was hoping to by not talking about it, I would I would you know, it would flitter away, not into existence. But Randall, we saw it this year. He talked after the All-Star break. I'm not good coming out of long breaks. The evidence backs it up. We saw how bad he was in that first Milwaukee game. We saw how bad it was tonight. He's not good coming out of long breaks. Um, You know, the Knicks, quote-unquote, top two players tonight went a combined between him and RJ, went a combined 12 for 37. 12 for 37 from the floor, and they had a chance to win this game at the end. So if you're looking for a bright side, there's your bright side. And actually, sorry, throw in Reggie Bullock, too. Throw in Reggie Bullock, who went three for nine. So, you know, you want to say that the guys who have been the three guys who have played the most minutes for the Knicks over the second half of the season, I think they're three of the top ten in minutes played over the second half of the season for good reason because the entire Knicks offense – revolves around those three guys, Randall Barrett and Bullock. And those three guys went 15 for 46, 15 for 46. That means they shot under 33% from the field. So if you're looking for a bright side, there's your bright side. Those three guys shoot under 33% from the field, and the Knicks uh, were winning this game late in the fourth, and they had a chance to win it at the end. Um. I am not going to sit here and, and sing fucking Kumbaya because that was a game the Knicks should have win won and they didn't win it. Um, you have to make the plays to win that game. And they didn't make the plays. They didn't make the plays. I have zero issue with their defense. I thought their defense, like, it, it, if you were paying attention, folks, you should have expected that. They were going to let the let – the, um, any any short mid-rangers that Atlanta wanted, they were going to let them have it as long as they did not let Capella and Collins get off in the paint. And lo and behold, if you look at Collins or Capella, Capella was four for seven for nine points. Capella had four offensive rebounds. John Collins had zero offensive rebounds. He had 12 points. The game plan was to limit those guys. They limited those two guys. It didn't work. They lost. But that was the game plan. And the rest of the game plan was to limit, um, obviously, Atlanta's three-point shooters, uh, you know, kickouts and whatnot. 
And Atlanta from three tonight shot 12 for 34 for 35%. So whatever. You signed for that. You signed for that. They had a game plan. They executed the game plan. A couple of bad breaks, you know. Just an absolutely maddeningly frustrating game. Um, Burks had that shot at the end. I mean, I, I will talk about Burks in a second. I'm going to get to the super chat first, but like Alec Burks still goes down in a here as a hero in my book. Um, you know, even though he missed that last one, because obviously they were they're they're not in the game without Alec Burks. So um just really frustrating. Burks played great. Rose played really well. Quickly, we'll talk about quickly. He was awesome. Toppin had some moments. Um, but that's it. That's it. Uh, and, of course, we'll talk about the starting point guard. Uh, Robert McGinley, there's a fine line between negativity and well-deserved criticism. But, honestly, this game was on Randall. I'm not sure how we we uh, position it otherwise. Yeah, it's on Randall. I just – here's the thing. I'm – I'm not going to come on here and, and shit all over Randall and say Randall sucks and he's terrible and, you know, get him, get him out of town and he's awful. Like, he has acknowledged that he struggles after long breaks. He was awful tonight. He was terrible. Um, what, what, what more can you say? He was terrible. Um, Josh Harrison – Randall is always cold after the All-Star break. It was the same thing tonight when he's back to form on Wednesday. Hawks won't stand a chance. I don't know about that. The Hawks are a good team. If anybody if anybody is watching the Hawks still and, and does not understand that the Hawks are a good team, I, I don't know what to tell you. They're they're good, folks. Uh, Anthony Six, though. I'm sorry. Randall made plays we needed. Bad game aside. I agree with that. You don't hand uh, the away team the game on a phantom foul like that. Disgraceful. I, you know... It's the NBA. This is the NBA. This is the NBA. Now, I will be critical of this. Uh, quickly pulled the same shit on a drive. One of his, I think, two misses on the game. He pulled that on a drive in the fourth quarter, and he didn't get the call. Same shit. If you got a call, a call both ways. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Um, bad eyesight. He can be all NBA and have a bad game. We live and die with him, and tonight we died with him. It's okay. It's going to be a long series. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've been saying all along. I, I said it. I don't know how many ways I could say it. It's going to be a seven-game series. You know, unless the Hawks win in six, you know, it's going to be a seven-game series. I expect this to be a seven-game series. Um, Leon C., trying for a positive spin. We're one stop away, even with Julius having the worst game in a while. We got this. I hope so. I hope you're right. I'm not – I'm not – I'm not taking anything for granted, though. That's the wrong way to put it. I'm, I'm, I'm not assuming anything. Let's say that. Um, Hush Zoo, wish Frank played back more on Trey. Would rather him chuck a logo shot than him getting an open floater. That's that he's been hitting all game. I thought, um, I thought Frank had a terrible defensive possession there. We everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody have been clamoring for Frank to get in and and put the clamps on, right? Put the clamps on, Trey. Well, I don't know where the fucking clamps were there. You know, I mean, I, look, I'm not putting the loss on Frank, obviously. Um, but you, you brought him in to do a job. He didn't do the job. He didn't do the job. He let him go. He let him go. Let him go. You have to know. 
you have to know that he wants to get into the paint there. If he beat you on a 30-footer, he beat you on a 30-footer. You fucking go home. It is what it is. You don't let him get into the paint. Um, Robert Cross, thank you for the contribution. Uh, what else we got here? Let me get to the top. Stevens Guillaume, Nixon five. I love your optimism, Stevens, but man, James Stanzioni, what's going on, man? Uh, you don't take that shot. You just don't, you're not Kobe. Um, what the Randall last shot. I mean, whatever. I mean, that's again, I'm not, I'll put the game on Randall. I'm not putting the game on Randall for that last shot. That's the shot Tibbs, you know, drew up. Um, unless you're talking about another, another shot earlier, which I'm, you know, maybe I'm missing. Uh, don't want to rehash this. This is slacker hero. Uh, but I guess I am. Why did they just give up on rivers? Couldn't he have been, this team doesn't need Austin rivers. Austin Rivers would play outside of the offense. The thing I love about this team is everything they did tonight was within the confines of their offense. Didn't work very well. It, you know, they didn't hit shots. Um, but, like, you know, they they played their offense. This was the Knicks offense, and they happened to shoot 10 of 30 from three, you know, whereas if they had shot 12 of 30 from three and shot their percentage from deep that they have shot all year, we're talking about a win. They played their offense. Um, slacker hero couldn't uh, couldn't have been useful instead of the useless elf minute. I mean, elf. That's a that's a more valid critique. You want to tell me uh, Tibbs uh, lost the game um, by by playing elf? Um, you know, it's a little harsh, but I'll, I'll hear that. I'll hear that because that fucking that fucking corpse should be nowhere near an NBA basketball court. He, Alfred Payton, came out tonight was like a guy who already knew he was six feet under the fucking ground. He came out there tonight like a guy who was defeated and lost. When the rest of his team came out there like a team looking to win a fucking playoff game. Alfred Payton, fucking pour the cement, motherfucker. Shit. Give me a fucking break. You're going to come out there. At least, at least give your coach something for having the faith in you to start you for a playoff game. He is a disgrace of a basketball player. Nice kid. Great kid. Wonderful kid. Love him. Nice guy. Great teammate. He sucks right now. <clears throat> Wick Shell Metellus. There's absolutely no excuse for playing Peyton at this point. I swear I didn't see this comment before I just said that. I'm not blaming him for the slow start. No, you blame him for the slow start. Going down by 11, but he had zero points. His, 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 his stat line is immaterial. He's not an NBA player right now. He's not a good player. We get benched in fucking G League. He is a vacuum. Kevin Joseph, no reason why Trey got to relax on defense down the stretch. I think that's a very valid comment. They, if you want to give me another one, you know, it, it, say this. Tibbs didn't coach his best game. We love Tibbs. I've been, I've been singing Tibbs' praises from the mountaintops. Tibbs did not coach his best game. 
Um, I did not think they attacked Trey, uh, especially, you know, if Randall has it going and you want to go through Randall and you want to live and die by Randall when he has it going, that's fine. I'm fine to do that. I'm okay with that. If Randall doesn't have it going and you're, and you're trying to manufacture offense and you, and you essentially bypass the opportunity to, to hunt Trey Young on defense, It's not what you want. It's not what you want. Um, it only happened once with Audrey in the paint. You're right. Jeremy Chase, if they stick young in RJ, uh, on RJ, we need to feed him in the post. Yeah, we did it once and it was effective. At a minimum, we get him in foul trouble. What am I missing? You're not missing anything other than um, <laughs> Trey Young looks like a Taco Bell Chihuahua. Other than, you know, that's not the type of offense the Knicks have played all year. Um Obviously, the playoffs is different. You, you, as as Tibbs himself has been saying all year, you know, but it's tough because the Knicks they're they're not used to playing that way, and um, you know, how much of an adjustment is it? But but again, we've seen from this Nick team all year their their offense in these fourth quarters, as as it kind of did with Burks tonight, kind of devolves into this one on one. Whoever's got the hot hand, you know, we're going to give them the ball stuff anyway. So if that's what it is, you might as well, you know, feed whoever, whoever Trey Young's on. Um, just such a frustrating game. Just such a such a frustrating fucking game. Um, I see someone with the, with the Aaron Rodgers, R E L A X. Here's the thing though. It's like, you know, they should have won this game. They should, I'm not saying they can't win the series. Obviously they could still win the series. Right? They could win the series in five or six games. Who knows? But here, here's my issue. And this is why I was, I was really nervous heading into tonight. Uh, CT Pittman, if only Noel could set picks like Capella. Absolutely. Um, I, I did not think I, I know he had the great block. I did not think Noel had a great game. I think it was fine. He's fine. I thought Taj was better. Um you had in in my lifetime, in my lifetime as a Nick fan, and again, I, I'm I'm doing this full time now, you know. I I I I eat, drink, breathe, fucking sleep this shit. So I'm a little bit more tuned in now than I than I maybe was in 2013 or 2000, 2000, um, uh, wh- whatever, 1999. I don't know whatever date you want to say. Um, Recording in progress. All right, we got. Uh, it looks like we got Tibbs. But the, the, the energy for this game was monumental. And I felt like they had to capitalize on that. So, no, you know, with all due respect, I'm, I'm not going to relax. I thought this was significant. I thought they could – again, if they lose the series – All right, let's, let's, listen, let's listen to Coach. Coach is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. Rebecca Harlow. 
coached early in this game, you guys did a terrific job keeping Trey from getting to the line. But then in the fourth quarter, Trey does what Trey does with 13 points out of his 32 late. Was there anything differently that you guys could have done defensively there? Yeah, you know, he's a, he's a great player. We'll take a look at the film. You're not going to be able to stay with a steady diet of anything. So, uh, obviously, we have to do a better job. Hi, Mahoney. Tom, um, you did a much better job against Julius in the regular season. Did, did you see something specific that was the, the problem there? Uh, no, you know, they loaded up on him pretty good. So, we anticipated that. Uh, and then we got to trust the pass. Just the game will tell you. Uh, the play, and so if they put two on them, uh, hit the open man, and uh, you know it should be easy offense from there. Steve Popper. Um, that last play um, for Trey, you brought in Frank. Um, what did you think about what you saw there? You know, is there something else that should have happened? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he should have played know, better defense. Obviously, you're, you're you're putting Frank in for his defense. You know, so. Uh, but he, he made a good play, and uh, we'll take a look at the film, and we'll go from there. Steph Bondi. Hey, Tom. Um, you guys obviously fell in a, a little bit of a hold early, you, and the crowd was going crazy early. Do you think nerves were a factor at all in the beginning? Uh, you know, that. Usually the first game of a playoff series, uh, you know, this is unusual. First time we have fans, so I, I think everyone's hyped up to to start start the game. And uh, you know, it, it was a hard fought game. And you know, it's, there's a play, a loose ball that gets batted around, and you know, Bogdanovich comes up with it and makes a three. And that's probably the difference in the game right there. So uh, there's it's a lot wrong. that goes into it, and we got to make things go our way. Um, but you know, having fans was I think is great, um, and we got to play better. Ian Bagley. Hey Tom, just following up on Steve's question about Frank at the end, it looked like Taj uh, came over at one point. Did, did you want Frank to take away uh, Trey's right uh, going into the play? Well, we just want to get the ball stopped, and so it was sort of a broken play. Uh, but he, and he's very good at changing direction. So uh, you know, we'll take a look at it and see if we can come up with a better plan. Didn't coach his best game. Like the Carol. Tom, could you sense that Julius was frustrated, and did you sense anything different about him tonight than? You've seen most of the year. Uh, I think he knew, uh, you know, going in that it would be like this. And so if he's getting double teamed like that, it's, you know, he's dealt with it all season long. Uh, so just trust, trust the pass. Uh, there, uh, there may have been opportunities for him where he was too unselfish. You know, I want to take a look at that as well. Mark Berman. Uh, yeah, hey, Tom. A lot of talk about not putting Trey on the power line. How do you feel you did in that department? And was there some questionable stuff maybe on that last minute? Uh, 
you know, overall, I thought it, you know, and again, I want to look at the film, but I, I felt it was a, it was a pretty well officiated game from the standpoint of, you know, there I'm not blaming the wrestlers for either team. You know, I thought Derek got hit a few times and he didn't get the call. That's true. And so, uh, but overall, I thought they they did a good job. Mike Borkanov. Um, it, it looked like Trey gave you a lot of trouble in the pick and roll, and you guys had trouble defending him. What do you think? Kind of, you did right, you guys did wrong. Did it look like that? Specifically with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's a great player, and so it was a game plan. You know, you're gonna look at a lot of pick and rolls throughout. It was a game plan. Of course, of the game. So some we defended well, some we didn't defend as well as we would have liked. Uh, but again, I, you know, I don't want to comment until I take a look at the film. Thank you, Coach. Yep. All right. Um, Should have won this fucking game. Should have won. Recording this stopped. No, that's good. Um, Treyon came up big. Treyon came up bigger than our guy. Won't last all series. Yushan Zhu, I don't really understand why Burks. We're getting back to the super chat, um, and then we'll talk about some of the stuff, and then we'll get out of here. Um, I really don't. Recording in progress. Oh wait, no, sorry. I'll get to it in a second. Um, we got Derek. Who's that mask? Derek. Derek Rose is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll unmute you. Rebecca Harlow. Derek, you told us heading into this one that every single possession was going to count. And you were absolutely right about that. I mean, the way that this game finished out tonight. Defensively, what could you guys have done differently down the stretch to slow Trey Young down a bit more? They're late. I mean, I don't want to um, tell our strategy for next game, but uh, we could have we did a, a couple of things. But that's what the playoffs is about, um, playing an actual game, um, adjusting along the way, and um, just trying to figure things out. But, um, but yeah, it, um, I said it before, he's always going to be a tough cover. Um, his IQ of the game, um, just how his teammates believe in him. Um, he's always going to be a tough card. Steve Popper. Is there anything you could have done, Derek, or you guys as a team can do to help um, Julius when they're trying to, you know, really man up on him? Is there some, something to help him get off here? Unless I feel like we got a uh, damn lock. It's kind of I mean, that's something that you don't have to see. Like, it's kind of hard talking um, open when uh, you're playing against a series against a, a good team, and they're going to be watching this. So, um, yes, yeah, a few things, but uh, uh, I just can't talk on that right now. Mark Berman. That was interesting. Hey, Derek. I mean, this crowd, you haven't heard a crowd like this in a long time. What, what was it like? It was great. It was great. Um, everything that we expected and probably a little bit more. Um, they were into every play. Um, heard about the entire game and the something that you miss. You know, when you play a few months, some guys played in the bubble without even um, 
having the crowd. So for us to come back out here and have an opportunity to play in front of them, uh, too bad that we lost. But uh, hopefully we get this next one and just go from there. But um, their presence, the vibration, he felt tonight. Step Bondi. Just to rephrase that Julius question, so you don't have to give away anything, but how confident are you that he's going to play better in game two? Good question. We're very confident. We know what type of player he is. Like he, he, he's a hard worker. Um, Julius is going to be fast. Tell him um, certain things, how they're um, just playing them, how, how they're forcing, forcing them certain ways on different sides. And, um, yeah, he's just got to read the game. Um, I mean, look at – this is first time. This dude first time in the um, playoffs. Um, he he loves the game. He's just through another game. So when we look at film, he'll be able to figure it out. That's the great thing about it. Ian Bagley. Derek, obviously you want to win game one, but in, uh, after this result, do you guys still feel confident about how things can go moving forward? Of course. Of course. I mean, that's why I'm saying it's a series. It's not a one-game elimination. We're not um, planning to play in game or anything like that. It's the best of four. I mean, whoever the fastest of four um, in the seven-game series. So they won the first one. They came in and did what they were supposed to do. We got to win this next one and go back there. Well, and um, But take, it, take every game, um, one game at a time. Don't look ahead and um, just stay focused. Thank you, Derek. I mean, I think they're going to get to 2-2 after 4. But All right. Uh, more in the Super Chat. And then um, and then uh, going to talk a little about Alec Burks and, and some of the other guys, and then we'll get out of here. All right. Uh, Yushen Zhu, finally. Uh, he was the best chance they had on the court at the moment. Uh, he's talking about Alec Burks on the last play of the game. Thought he should not have been the inbounder. Um, I think that's fair, but at the same time um, – Randall's the guy they've been going to in those situations all year. Um, so I get it. Uh, Roger Fortune, disappointed, but if we lost by two with Julius playing that bad, I think we're good. Also, perma bench elf, yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the glass half full view. Is Randall? I guarantee you Randall's not going to play this bad again. Randall's not going to play this bad again. Just, just to be absolutely clear, Randall will not play this bad again, which is part of why I didn't want to come on here and, and shit on Randall. Because he's not going to play this bad again. Michael Aaron, what's going on, man? Maybe Tibbs needs to put the mask back on. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that 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 might be that might be the secret. Um, he really liked. He likes that mask down on his on his mouth, like below his nose. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see. Um, okay, I think we got some comments here about about some some good things. So right here we got. Robert Cross, I feel really well about how IQ and Obi showed the former is going to be a star. Um, look, I think both of these guys could be stars. Uh, if we're talking about the good things from this game, obviously Alec Burks, I think he had 18 points in the fourth quarter, which is insane. I mean, talk, he was a, a guy that was it was going to go down in like the annals of, of New York sports history if they fucking won this game. Um, he was that good. Um, and he's been clutch all year, and they need to bring him back, and I want him here long term. And just give me all your Alec Burke stock if you don't want it. I, I'm not that anybody doesn't want it tonight. Quickly, and Obi, I want to, I want to, uh, and I'm repeating what I said on my halftime Zoom. But if you rewinded us all back to before the season started, 
before we ever thought we were going to win 30 games, let alone 41 games. And you would have said that by the end of the year, you knew you had two guys. These two kids were going to be here for as long as they wanted to and as long as you wanted them to be here. And they were going to be producing in big moments and coming up big in big spots. You would have signed for you know, with RJ too, because he's the other he's the other pillar, right? These these young guys. Quickly, man, I don't know what he's got flowing through his his, his veins, but what more can you say about him? Every 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 huge game this team has won this year, I feel like quickly has been a part of it. He is. His shots take on an added importance because he has that flair for the dramatic. He came up huge tonight. And Obi Toppin, what more do you say about Obi Toppin? I mean, Obi Toppin, I know he, you know, he missed his three in the second half there, but big minutes from Obi. Um, you know, he's going to be fine. Anyone who was calling Obi a bust, man, I, I, if you've been watching me over the last couple weeks, month and change, I've been saying, no, 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 no. This kid's going to be good. If you're if you're coming at it tonight happy about something, really happy about something for the long-term health of this franchise, I think it's quickly and an Obi. How how could it be anything else? Um we're gonna talk about the, the I can't believe I but you know, I can believe it because we lost. But I, I was gonna say I can't believe I haven't brought up the RJ dunk yet. Um, but I think we have a comment coming up. Uh Greg Film Stuff. Thank you so much for the contribution, Greg. I'm sorry it took a little while to get to this. Um, the more comfortable Randall has gotten shooting the rock, the less he has moved the ball. And this started before today. They have to find a way, speak of the devil, here's Julius, to stop Trey off the pick and roll. Peyton's starters have to match the bench. Um, I'll, let's, I'll get to that in a second. Julius, it's clear the Hawks were doing whatever they could to get the ball out of your hands tonight. Just overall. I don't agree with that felt about it and, and one thing that coach said to us was he felt that there were times where you were actually too unselfish is that a fair assessment uh i mean maybe uh maybe it's probably a couple opportunities or, or looks that i had that i, I might have passed up but um uh, you know i got a game got to, got to fill it out a little bit um and, and i'll adjust mike working on Tom was saying he thought that they loaded up against him. Did you feel like that they were playing heavy like that, or what do you think the defense did at you? Yeah, I mean, I knew they were going to do that. Uh, I still like, you know, the shots and opportunities I got. Uh, like I said, I'll be able to look at the film and, and go back and adjust. Uh, I mean, it's no excuses. I don't really care what they did. Um, I just got to go back and look at the film. Uh, a lot of the shots and the looks I got, uh, like I said, I like. Um, I just got to figure out how to make it a little bit easier and, and adjust to the next game. Steve Popper. As you mentioned feeling it out, um, that first quarter, just what did it feel like here? The crowd, 15,000 people, it was going kind of crazy here. Uh, it was amazing. The energy was amazing. Uh, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, we would like to get the win on our home court, but uh, we knew coming in it would be a tough series. So um, that's why you got to be uh, – Sounds pretty uh, upbeat. Uh, even kill, um, and realize it's the first of four. Mark Berman. Hey, Julius. Uh, 
you were in such a groove during the regular season and there's a full week off. I think you talked about the All-Star break. You always come back a little slow. Is that possibly a factor? You just need to get back into your groove? Uh, a little bit. Um, I might have done too much uh, trying to prepare. Uh, you know, and um, I got to uh, maybe tailor back a little bit. But like I said, uh, everything um, out there, uh, I'll be able to adjust to. Um, and I'll come back ready next game. Steph Bondi. Julius, when you say you might have done too much to prepare, is that like, I mean, mentally, it was mentally taxing perhaps or physically? What do you mean by that? Uh, it's just all above. I'm, I'm not like, listen, I'm not making no excuses. I got to be better. Uh, and uh, I will be better. Um, I'll just leave it at that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ian Bagley. Obviously, you guys you, you don't want to lose game one, but do you, did you see things throughout the course of the game, or do you, do you see things now that you feel confident you can adjust and, and come right back in this series? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, credit to them. You know, they came up with a game plan. They executed. Uh, we had our chances to win a game. Um, and, you know, obviously, they came out on top. So uh, we'll adjust. Uh, we two days to adjust and prepare. We'll uh, move on to the next one and win game two. Thank you, Julius. Yeah, thank you. Um, I got to be better. I will be better. What more do you want to say? To Greg's comment about as Randall has gotten more comfortable shooting, the less he's moved the ball. I thought, I thought earlier in the season, and I've said this a couple times, he was – I thought he was overpassing at times. I thought he was make, he was making such an overt effort to get his teammates involved and to make the extra pass. I mean, I think over the course of the season, I think he got into a groove where he was really making the right play every time. Maybe late in the season, he was shooting it a little bit too much, but I just, I don't know. I don't, of of all the things that I'm going to think about tonight as to why they lost this game, Randall, like, taking bad shots is not going to be the thing that I will think. I think as the game went along and it was very clear that Randall didn't have it, he should have passed probably more. But at the same time, 
you know, those shots that he took late that he missed, I don't know. I, I felt the coverage dictated like he should have taken the shot for the most part. There, I'm sure I have to go, uh, like Tim says, I have to go back and watch the tape. I got to go back and watch the tape. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I think he, I, I think he was bad. I, I just don't think I don't. I'm not going to put this on like he he made bad decisions, like terrible decisions on top of playing terrible. I think it was terrible play, more than terrible decisions. Um, that's what I saw. That's my two cents. Uh, James Lee with a very generous contribution to the super chat. I'm sorry I kept you waiting, uh, James. I lost my hype on Frank already, but. Saying that you don't play him at all this season and on the last minute you pressure him to stop one guy, you always got to be prepared. But Tibbs is being just too harsh. Uh, you just keep playing Elf. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, the, the Elf, you know, uh, anyone who wants to get frustrated over the fact that Elf played a minute in this game, again, I'm, I'm not going to you know, curse up a storm like I did before. Um, you have absolutely every right to get frustrated. And it is uh, – um, Really tough to come on, come in at the end of a game like that and be ready and, and stop a guy. But, you know, they have faith in Frank. Um, he didn't get it done. Uh, it is what it is. I, I, you know, it is what it is. I, I wish I had more to say than that. Um, but, yeah, no, they didn't make it easy on him. Uh, Chris Prothero. Here we go. All right. Finally, somebody brought it up. I got to talk about it. The RJ poster was the highlight of my night. Nixon seven. Um, yeah, the, the the RJ dunk was. I'm trying to think the last time I got that excited over anything uh, that has happened in a Knicks game. Um, the quickly, the quickly, the second quickly three in the first half. I gotta say it was close, but those two plays were the most excited I've gotten over anything in a Knicks game since I was a, a teenager. Uh, beats anything from 2012-2013. Um, unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Um, great dunk. Great moment. Uh, I think RJ will be better. I think RJ will be better next game. But that was a big moment. I mean, it's, you know, significant. Uh, James Lee again. Oh, yeah, that was the first ever pick and roll for Toppin. Yeah, I would like to see more Toppin pick and rolls. Good comment. Uh, who do we got here? Oh, we got Alec Burks. Okay, here we go. And Wixell, I got you up next on the super chat. Let's uh, let's hear Mister Mister Burks with his mask on. Now we got uh, Alec Burks. Hey everyone, Alec Burks is here. If you have a question, raise your hand, and I'll bring you into the room. Mike Burkenoff. Uh, hey, uh, just wondering what you thought of that kind of the last uh, two minutes for you guys offensively and the shots you were able to generate there with Derek um, being on the ball. Man, he just made great plays. That's what Derek does. Man. I think we fed off of that. But some great shots. You know, I think Julius had a play. I had a play. Derek had a play. Ty's made a great pass. You know, just that's what we work on. You know, regular situations like that in practice. Chips, but it's a in great situation. Mark Berman. Hey, uh, 27 points, a terrific fourth quarter. How tough is it to come out of this with a loss after such a great performance by you? 
Um, and, you know, that's how it happened. Uh, you credit to them. Uh, Young hit a uh, tough shot in the game, man, but we fall hard. You know, I'm proud of my teammates and coaching staff, man. We'll, we'll be ready for the next game. Bobby Childs. Um, Alec, you know, you've been in the playoffs before. What were some of the messages to the younger guys, particularly what you see from uh, quickly at Ovi tonight? Um, they fought hard. And I just told them you can't, you can't win or lose a series in one game. I like their attitude. Rebecca Harlow. And Alec, just to kind of follow up on that, the, the bench was absolutely terrific tonight. How encouraged are you when these series are so long that you guys are proving that you've got a lot of depth despite not winning this one tonight? I think the strength of our team is the, is the depth. You know, we got a lot of players from top to bottom that can produce at any time, one through fifteen. So I, I'm, I'm proud of it, and I, I know it because I see these guys in practice every day. So I know we have a, a, a deep team. Thank you, Alec. All right, Alec was awesome. Shout out to Alec Burks. <sighs> All right, Wixell Metellus, get some more uh, the rest of the super chats, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Um, James Lee, I agree. Frank also had a stretch of decent games before the playoffs, then was DMP'd and benched for some reason. Keep icing him and then expect him to get some miraculous stop against Trey. Yeah, I mean, again, Tibbs believes in the idea of situational players. Um, I is it easy to be a situational player? No, it's not easy, but you know, at the same time. Defense is supposed to look. I, I don't want to. Here's the thing this loss is not on Frank. This loss is not on Frank. The loss is, I mean, if we're being again, we, we've all said it in different ways. The loss is on Julius Randle. He was terrible. And to a slightly lesser extent, RJ and, and Reggie just didn't hit shots they usually, they usually hit. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. He, I, I'm not. I'm not going to put the blame on like the weeks leading up to this because like Frank didn't get enough time. Like if you should be able to come in there and do, do the job that you were asked to do. That's my personal two cents. Um, he didn't do it. It is what it is. James Stanzioni. What's going on, man? Guess Obi will never close a game. Uh, I feel like our offense was running well with him at a better speed. Uh, Burks was hot. And then uh, he's the one that inbounds the ball, uh, Derek Rose. Yeah, we haven't talked about Derek Rose. Shout out to Derek Rose. Uh, most clearly the second best player of the game tonight for the Knicks, not even close after Burks. I thought Rose was awesome, as we expected him to be. He's He's been awesome in the playoffs his entire life. Um, we should not be shocked. Um, in terms of OB, I uh, – they're, they were not going to close the game with Obi tonight. <laughs> I mean, I love Obi Toppin. I love the first half that he had. But, like, you know, you, you're going to close the game with your All-NBA guy. Uh, as far as uh, Burks inbounding the ball there, yeah. I don't know. Shouldn't have come down to that. That's what I'll say. Um, D-Zilla. We got RJ here. Let me get this out quick. We have it. Well, Okay. RJ Barrett's here. If you have a question, raise your hand. Mike Borkanoff. Hey, RJ. Um, can you kind of just walk through that, I 
think it was second to last possession for the Hawks where you almost fell from Bogdanovich, just what happened there and how it got away. Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I was there, uh, so I should have got the steal. But, you know, the tough one kind of deflected. Uh, I was kind of running out of bounds. Try to get back in the play, but, you know, he made a tough shot, so. Steve Popper. Yeah, just, just a feeling for you, uh, and then as a team, maybe it's the first time going through this, the, you know, the atmosphere here, uh, what it was like playing your first playoff game. Oh, you know, it sounds great. It was amazing. Uh, in here, uh, better than I could ever imagine. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, had a really, you know, fun uh, first playoff game. Definitely wish we got the win. Uh, it's a long series. It's first and four wins, so yeah, we'll, we'll bounce back. Tom Marion. First, you had a seven-point lead late in the fourth quarter. What turned the game around? You know, uh, give credit to them. They, they play hard. They, you know, uh, they, they were scoring. Uh, they got some uh, fucking seven point you know, lead. They played a really good game. Uh, they really came out of here with a win, so you know, just got to give them credit. Jonathan Macri. Hey, RJ. Uh, I know earlier today you were talking about how um, March Madness is probably the only thing you could really compare this to. Um, going in, coming out of it, uh, just could you talk about what the experience was like, playoff game at Madison Square Garden? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Every single, you know, possession matters. Everything, you know, you, you got to give it your all, all the time. Um, a lot of fun. Played hard. You no. Know, I know I played my ass off. And uh, like I said, long series to go, so. Going to need the fans, going to need, you know, the energy, and we'll bounce, we'll bounce back. Steve Popper. RJ, um, what trade did you guys in the last play and, and what he did really throughout the game? Um, is there adjustments you see to kind of get the ball out of his hands? He's a good player. Uh, you know, <laughs> good players, you know, they, they, make, they make plays. He's a good player. He did that tonight, and, uh, you know, well, Go back to film and watch. He's a good player. And see what we got to do to adjust. Mike Morgano. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask about that. I mean, with Trey, is there, um, you know, just how difficult is he to defend from possession to possession just with the different moves that he has and his ability to kind of break through in the pick and roll? Again, good player. He made plays tonight. We're going to watch film tomorrow and see how we can adjust. Thank you, RJ. Uh, I do. I love this kid. I really do. I love this kid. I know he didn't have his best game, but if there's a guy, uh, if there's a guy that, as a Nick fan, that I'm gonna feel very um, comfortable and confident uh, rolling with for the next 10, 15 years. I know he was six of fifteen. Um, did get 11 rebounds. I thought some of those were pretty significant. Um, it's RJ Barrett. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. 
uh, let's we're gonna finish up uh, with the rest of the super chat comments. So Dzilla, RJ needs more utilization, especially in the series. He played well in the third, but he's also treated as a passive option. Need to let him rise up. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is what it is to bring aboard a twenty-year-old, um, a twenty-year-old uh, second-year player in the NBA. He's, he's still one of the youngest twenty or thirty guys. I know we get so spoiled and um, we forget that he is so young, um, but man. It's coming. I really do think it's coming with him. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to come this series as much as we would like it to. But, yeah, no, that's that's a – that's less to me a series thing, and that's to me more a years moving forward thing. Um, they'll, they'll – trust me, RJ is going to be the running offensive possessions before too long. Um, Tucson Rican. Um, no Knicks fan knows why El- Eldridge Payton, I love how we're intentionally getting his name wrong now, is starting. It's up there with some of the biggest mysteries of the universe. Loch Ness Monster, um, Bigfoot, the Yeti. Um, what are the other mysteries of the universe? What happened at Area 51? Am I missing one? The Amityville Horror? I think that's my new nickname for for Alfred. I've 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 compared him to Dirty Underwear. I think that's the new nickname. I think his nickname is the Amityville Horror. Um, not only because Amityville is the next town next to next to mine, next to Massapequa Park, but because um, he is a walking horror movie. Um, good comment. It's not quite a mystery, but whatever. Um, WG, someone get Bondi a better mic. Yeah, he always gets echo on these mics. I don't really know why. Um, in any case, uh, do, 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 uh, hold on. Got to scroll back up here. Okay. Wow. Yeah. By the way, thank you guys so much for the generous, uh, contributions in the, in the super chat, really above and beyond as always. CT Pittman, of course, we're going to be fine. Guys are going to get back in the lab tomorrow and get better. I, I I think their attitude is that of a team who feels like they're going to be okay. So I will say that. Uh, we've seen it before. we got to trust our guys. We'll get it together. Hey, listen, got to win four of the next six games, right? Got to win four of the next six. We could do that. They could do that. Rich Novak, even in a loss, one of the best crowds I've ever experienced. It is abundantly clear that we need to drop number six out of the rotation. Yes, it is. And give Frank his eight to ten minutes. Um, yeah, uh, the question becomes: Who do you put in the starting lineup? Um, I don't know. I've, I've I've talked about this a lot. I think there's arguments for Burks. I think there's arguments for Rose. I think there's arguments for uh, um, Bur- Rose Burks. Who am I forgetting? Quickly. Um, I do not think they should start Frank. I think if they're going to play Frank the elf minutes, I think they should be off the bench. But I'm fine, obviously. If you want to, you know, show faith in your in your player. Um, <sighs> okay, David Crockett, the must challenge Capella at the rim. Yeah, get to the line. Atlanta has no other shot blocking. I thought they did an okay job of of handling Capella tonight, for lack of a better word. Um, but the Knicks tonight shot. 
15 free throws to Atlanta's 12. All right. Um, despite that, I actually agree with that comment. I think they could I, – I, I, David, I think they could get to the line more, especially because – when you look at Atlanta's players, Bogdanovich, other than Young, put Young aside. If Other than Young, they don't really have any guys that are going to force you to blow the whistle. Whereas the Knicks, and I've been preaching it all year with R.J. Barrett, he did do it once, but like they have other guys who are going to get to the line uh, or can get to the line. And, um, you know, and to say nothing of the fact that they should have put more pressure on, on Trey Young as well, in addition to Clint Capella. Put pressure on both of those guys. Forgot NYC. We really got to figure out how to stop that frustrating Clint Trey pick and roll play. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. You got to pick your poison. Unless you have Drew Holiday, Ben Simmons, Matisse Thibel. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. Jimmy Butler, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two other guys. Unless you have one of like six guys in the entire league who you just put on Trey Young and be like, here, go stop Trey Young. Unless you have one of those guys, you're not going to stop that. You got to pick your poison. They pick their poison of, okay, we're going to make sure Trey doesn't get the threes and we're going to make sure Capella doesn't get the lobs. If Trey's hitting the floater, he's going to hit the floater. You know, and it didn't work. It is what it is. Um, that's why it works, though, every time. I, I don't like for, for us to sit here and be like, oh, we got the floater to go every time. What's going on? Like, but that's that's the game plan. It's not that they don't know what they're doing. It's just you pick your poison. Um, AU48 or AUJ48, AUYA. I don't know. Sorry. Um, just got back from MSG. Have we said F Trey Young yet? No, but F Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Crowd really wanted that one. Need game two. Love the minutes from the rookies. Well said. Um, yeah, I really wanted that one too. Zachary Wasser. Cheer up, Macri. Cheer up, Macri. I will cheer up. I'll cheer up. Um, some great plays from the young players. Randall had one of his worst games of the season. Yes, he did. Uh, lost by two to a quality team. Great reps from RJ, IQ, and Obi. Um, Zachary, I think you should come on here and do these post games because I feel like people count on me to be more positive, and I was a Debbie Downer tonight, and I apologize for that. I just, uh, man. Ugh. I had this game. They had this game, and they lost. But they will be fine because they've been fine all year, right? Um, this is our this is our what? Well, where do we start? Three and five, two and five, whatever that was. This is our version of the of the two and five or three and five start. Um, Ray Jacks, I remember when you said the Bullock was more important than Burks. I did say that. Boy, was I wrong. And if we had to keep one of them, you would choose Bullock. Does today change your opinion? Yeah, I mean, let, let's see how the series played out. Uh, played out. Bullock was not good. Um, he, was, he was okay on defense. Uh, he was not good. I mean, if you're Reggie Bullock, you, you – here's the thing about Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock, since, since before – right before the All-Star break, has been arguably one of the ten best three-point shooters in the entire league. Entire league. 
Tonight, they needed Burks. Aside from the fact that Bullock was bad, tonight they needed Burks a lot because Randall was so bad. And they needed somebody else to run offense through, especially once it it seemed like uh, Rose got a little tired there. Um, You know, Burks gives you more. He's definitely a more versatile player than, than Bullock. There's no question about that. I'm just thinking about moving forward, assuming they get a star or something on this team, um, you know, who's the better cog, so to speak. But, you know, I, I what the fuck do I know? Alec Burks is amazing. <laughs> yes, it changes my opinion. Uh, C.T. Pittman again, man. C.T., you're, you're too much, really. If it was uh, a fifth, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> but if you were Tim Smackery, um, what would you change the game plan for game two? Uh, I wouldn't change a blessed thing. I would bench Elf. I'd start. I'd start Burks or quickly, either one. And I'd give Frank, you know, five minutes per half, four minutes per half, three minutes per half, whatever, on uh, Trey Young. And let him, let Frank get the rest of this series to redeem himself. Because as much as we can um, sit here, and, and, I, I, and I obviously have been critical of Frank for he didn't come through on that last possession, what he gave was fucking ten times more important and 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 valuable than than what Peyton gave tonight. Peyton Peyton is Peyton is uh Peyton Peyton Alfred Peyton offers as much value to the Knicks as this fucking Cinderella doll. And let me tell you folks, this Cinderella doll is fucking cloth and I don't know cloth and glitter, and stuffing. And if you put this fucking thing on the court, it would have offered more value than Alfred Payton tonight. Let me tell you that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to make this all about Alfred Payton, but my God, just fucking go home. We have a Trey Young quote from Ian Bagley. Obviously, Frank's a good defender. If you play with the ball too much, he can poke at it, things like that. A defender like him, you kind of just got to go. That's what I did. I just attacked his outside foot and was able to get around him and get to my floater. Yes, you were. Uh, Jesse D, do you think they'll duck under, give Trey more space, and dare him to beat them from three? Only gave him three attempts tonight. No, I don't. I think, like, you know, I think I feel like he – it wasn't just him on the floaters. It was him and Lou Williams, and I think Bogey had a floater attempt or two. It felt like the the Hawks shot about sixty five to seventy percent on those floaters tonight. I think I think you have to trust the math. I think you have to trust the math over a seven game series, and the math says you give up the floater before you give up the three. Now, does it mean? Here's what I didn't get, and this is why I I, I get frustrated with Nerlens Noel sometimes. Nerlens Noel, like he was, was he executing the game plan? Yes, he was executing the game plan. Stick with, stick with, um, (laughs) 
I saw your comment, Andrew. Uh, you know, stick with, with Capella. Don't let Capella have the offensive rebound. Um, don't let Capella, um, you know, get up for the lob. But, like, it felt like there were a few moments where, like, at the last moment you could jut out and at least make it give a contest. And Noel didn't do that. He stayed back because I guess he's – They basically, basically they decided not only are we going to wall off the, the lob, we're going to make sure Capella doesn't get the offensive rebound, which, again, I understand because he, he's killing you on that. But I, I wish we had Mitch. That's my answer. I wish we had Mitch. Um, such a frustrating fucking game. My God. Um, all right. All right. James Lee. You know what? I want our guys to flop more. Um, eh, they're not a flopping team other than quickly. Who's good at it. Let quickly, if you want it flopping, let quickly try to draw fouls, but, uh, sick of flop calls against us. Well, we don't do those BS, uh, or the NBA got to implement punishment for flopping. I mean, they're going to look at this rule stuff after the season. It is what it is for now. Um, it sucks. Bad eyesight. If you trust Frank enough to play him the last possession of the game, why not play him for more than 45 seconds? Isn't your starting point guard in for defense? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I went on now two rants. No disagreement there. Um, Frank should get Elf's minutes. Robert Cross, you put quickly in the starting lineup. I'm fine with quickly in the starting lineup. I mean, he he's good. He's really good. I love quickly. Um, Daniel Soto, Frank had a terrible defensive position, but possession, but he should have gotten more minutes. That was a tough spot. No disagreement there. Good comment, Daniel. Um, Anthony Sixto. Props to you for sitting there delivering post-game content. Man, I just I, I'm avoiding sitting down and writing this newsletter. Cause I just yeah. so uh thanks for giving me something to avoid <laughs> this newsletter for. I'm here sulking and uh combing Twitter for someone to share my gripes with. Uh, that foul call, all in, uh, all amazing game, um, all in all, all in all, amazing game, excited for the series. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for the series too. I, you know, I said Nixon seven. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back on that now. Um, I still think they'll win the series in seven games, but I, I'm, I'm a little less confident than I was. Jason M. Don't apologize for being negative. Be yourself. Be yourself, yes. Um, thank you. Um, Lunis, am I right? Or am I right? One or the other. Uh, sorry if this was discussed. I'm late and I felt nauseous after that. I don't blame you. Uh, Tibbs pulled number six earlier than usual. What are? They, I love how we can't even say his name. We can't even say his name. He's like, what is that fucking horror movie? The Candyman? Delore, what was the horror movie where if you say the guy's name three times, he comes and he fucking cuts your tits off? Voldemort. Maybe that's it. What? No, I know that's not from that. We've, we've gone off track. 
Um, whatever. Maybe that. Maybe that's who else is. Maybe. Oh my God. It was. It is Candyman. Thank you. Um, that's who Alfred Payton is. Alfred Payton is Voldemort. Alfred Payton is fucking Voldemort. Yes. What did you? This mother. My fucking wife. You said to me, this season. Uh, no, tonight. She said, "I feel bad for Alfred Payton," and I looked at her and I said, "Why? Why in God's name would you feel bad for Alfred Payton?" And you know what her answer was? Her answer was because he sucks. That was her answer. He should be embarrassed. You want to come home? You should come host the post game show. I said you should come host the post game show. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry for anybody listening on the on the podcast as I just I'm, I'm I've resorted to nodding into the camera. I'm not even saying anything. Uh, okay, I think that's it. I think we got everything in the super Gordon Mitchell, thank you for your contribution to the super chat. Um all right. Team Dolores, Andrew, wow. Here I thought I had a ride or die, and he's going over to Team Dolores. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to say hi? Hi. All right. Um, Futternick. Thank you, Futternick. I just, I'm like, I'm still, It's. It, I've been talking for an hour and six minutes. I'm still beside myself after that game. Ugh. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to eat something. What did you heat up? You heated up something. I had a hot pocket. You had a hot pocket. That's great. <laughs> um all right. I'm gonna go heat up some food and um no cullets tonight. No cullets tonight. We don't get cullets after a loss. Gotta win a game to get a cullet. Well, we have cullets, they're just not breaded and fried. Um don't forget to uh if you're watching this, go ahead and uh, hit your hit your thumbs up uh hit your thumbs up button uh gently. Um Merch, the merch store, the link is, is right under my face. Um, check out the podcast. Um, have a free newsletter tomorrow if you want to check that out. I think that's it. Um, oh, we got a couple more comments in the Super Chat because the Super Chat never ends. C.T. Pittman, we win easily if we add Mitch. Easily. Mitch stock is through the roof now. Pay, pay the man. Pay the man. I no, but CT, you're spot on. They would, they absolutely. Mitchell Robinson would have made the difference in this game. Call it like it is, he would have. And and shout out to uh, Prez, Prez from Strickland, said uh, on Twitter earlier today, this series is going to make us all realize how much we miss Mitchell Robinson. Well, if you don't realize it now, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you, because the way he was covering pick and rolls. Um, this season, not to go off on a tangent before we go out tonight, but um, I, they, they win the game if Mitchell Robinson's healthy. Uh, and then finally, uh, Stefan Weeks, any idea if Mitchell will be back this round or the next? Again, I, I would have really liked. I they they don't they usually call on me for like a question or two at the at, on these the post games with the players. I rarely get called on for questions in the 
uh, pregame media availability or the the, the post practice shoot arounds. I swear to you, Stefan, if I get a question in before any of these games, it's going to be about Mitch. Give me a Mitch update. That's what I want to know. That's it. Miller Corrigan, Macri, I walked to go get a beer to live this down, and you're still on live. I am not the greatest of all time. Alec Burks is the greatest of all time. Fucking A. All right. We're going to go. Uh, Deloitte, do you have any uh, last words? Let's go next. That, don't give me the fake. <laughs> give me That's some real. Fake. That was fake. That wasn't fake. It felt fake. Oh. That was real. <laughs> uh, We're going to win on Wednesday. Yeah, they 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 better fucking win. Randall's um, gonna get his shit together. Who? Randall? Julius? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I will see everybody on Wednesday, and um, yeah. All right. I'll see y'all later. Thanks for thanks for coming, and uh, obviously thank you everybody for your for your uh, contributions, comments, uh, your support. We appreciate it. We love you all, and uh, we'll talk to you later.